What's up, y'all? It is Fox McKenna, Zero Fox Left, and uh, I have all these pre-written podcasts that I, you know, and a lot of them are, like, more comedy-angled, uh, but, man, you know what we gotta talk about on this bitch. You know what this is gonna be about. It's gonna be another corona... No, I'm just... <laughs> I, by the way, does anyone else feel like um, uh, uh, racial rioting ended the corona? Like, it completely ended the coronavirus. Like, the coronavirus is very popular, and I still see people with masks and stuff like that, but it kind of put an end to, uh, to the whole thing. Like, people were like, yeah, fuck it. I mean, clearly, and, and regardless of whatever your side is, and... Uh, you know, at some point you will have to, you're probably going to be forced into choosing a side, and that's what sucks, but, you know, uh, no one's ever liked a fence sitter anyway, <laughs> Joe Rogan, uh, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, the, the when, when the shit hits a fan, you're going to have to choose, probably, and, uh, well, you know, regardless of how you feel about whatever side, uh, it does seem like racial injustice or racial writing, pick a card, one of those two things cured coronavirus. So we are thankful for that. Um, now, I don't know if uh, Mr. Floyd gets the credit for that or uh, the cop, which I actually don't know his name. Uh, so I guess I should have looked that up, but I actually do not know his name whatsoever. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. I, I guess it's it's three more cops or it's four or it's the whole damn department it's it's uh you know probably all of white people killed george floyd when you actually want to break it down i mean who else is more responsible except uh because that's the original sin is uh being white uh in 2020 so the original sin is is being white and thus it wasn't really those cops it was the the whiteness of of the institution of of the police force and you know why there's black people on the police force i'm not sure uh why would they i guess they are just uh, uncle toms or something I, i'm not sure uh <laughs> jokes aside people uh we live in a crazy time and i'm sure every generation and every uh person who has ever done this uh has said oh you you, you know oh my time is crazy or whatever but Man, I don't know. I feel like we're I feel like we're winning or losing, depending on how you look at that. In the craziness fucking department. I it, it does seem you'd have to you'd have to go through and show me another time frame and, and break all the things that they had to go through. We just went from being quarantined coronavirus to probably self quarantining at this point, uh uh out of fear, uh, a lot of people, uh, from being mauled by, uh, regardless of who you think is doing it, uh, BLM or Antifa, uh, you know, regardless of which one, uh, that's, people are like, oh, yeah, I was gonna go to the mall now that it's opened up, but nah, fuck that, <laughs> so, um, I don't know how to break this podcast down, I, I have some, some points to go through, and, and, you know, they would be very, uh, we, we can go, we'll go convincing, and I'm going to start at light. I like to start at light, and then we can go heavy. But 
uh, it seems like the world unanimously agrees. Uh, so we'll just skip all the obvious shit. Like the the obvious stuff being that uh, everyone seems to agree that the cop is uh, uh, a tard and has thus uh, committed some sort of negligent homicide. Uh, although I do think there's people on the BLM side that believe he was just like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna murder this dude while everyone videotapes it from a hundred angles. Uh, that's a really weird way to commit a murder. Uh, if so, then I'd like to see his his drug test result. That would be convi- that would convince me if he was uh, high on whatever George Floyd was high on. Um, then that could be the case. You know, that could very well be the case that he intentionally did it. Uh, but I mean, then then again, it goes intentionally. You can't really go full intentional when it's a narcotic. Uh, so I don't know. This is a we'll see, I guess. Uh, but anyway, everyone agrees that was uh, at the very least effing uh, dumb, effing shitty, whatever you want to. I, I gotta try to stop cursing in these. I think they they like bumps you down automatically in the algorithm or something. Uh, but you know. That, that seems to be unanimous. Uh, what is not unanimous, though, is how that's going to play out, and does any of this really have to do... Does any of the stuff that's been going on for, like, two weeks now, or a week and a half, have to do actually with George Floyd? Well, you know, I've seen interviews where people are... The, the few people that have gotten caught looting and stuff have said... No, nah, it's not really about that. I was just trying to get some free shit. Uh, so, you know, by those few admit people's admissions uh, that are recorded, they they don't really care about Mr. Floyd. And and it doesn't seem like that would be something that would bring him justice, is uh, getting a TV from Target, unless I guess he's never had a TV, and you were like, because he never had a TV, I want to have a TV, and I'm going to give it to... You know, my dad or grandfather that's the same age as Mr. Floyd. and I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what the logic is. I don't think there is logic. I think there's a lack of logic in these modern times, and that's why the news can basically just feed people anything. Uh, you know, celebrities can virtue... All these people can virtue signal off their ass. McDonald's uh, can virtue signal and talk about uh, how they're... Uh, let me read it for you, actually. And instead of... Instead of guessing what they said, I'll read it to you. How's that sound? McDonald's says, this is Twitter, clearly, because it's at McDonald's. They were one of us, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Alton Sterling, Botham Jean, Atiana Jefferson, Ahmad Arbery, George Floyd. And then... <laughs> I have a news article right below it that says, McDonald's in China banned black people. Do you see? Do you, do you see the contradiction there? But you won't see it. You know what I mean? Like, the people who disagree with me won't see it. It's, it's, it's impossible to see. I could show them the side-by-side articles. And they're like, no, nope, don't care. McDonald's stands by black people. Yeah, in the U.S., I guess, but not, not in China. Um, and why are these people being grouped together on a side note? Like, and, and how come the, uh, you know, are they all, are all the cases the same? Cause it seemed like the Mike Brown case ended up being justified completely. 
and I don't know about all these, but I don't know about Both Botham Jean or Atiana Jefferson. I don't know about that. Ahmad Arbery wasn't even a cop. Uh, that was a civilian thing. Uh, so I don't, and we don't even know what that one's going to turn into. Uh, Trayvon Martin thing got cleared too. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. It's just like, and that wasn't a cop-related thing. Uh, couldn't you just say he was one of us, George Floyd? Uh, uh, why is he being lumped in with all these people? And, I mean, I guess maybe, and I don't know, because I don't know all these names, but are all these people, like, crooks that died? I mean, that could be, and that, that's why he's grouped in there with them. Is like, these were all people that weren't very uh, productive societal members. I'm not sure. And by the way, I'm going to talk in a way that is very, uh, well, you might be offended at some point uh, at, on any of these. And, you know, uh, you can go fuck yourself and unsubscribe. I, I'm never going to bend the knee. One, let, let, let's just get this straight. No one should bend the knee ever to another human being. And two, uh, no one should apologize for shit that they did not do. I did not kill any of these people. I did not help kill any of these people. I did not know they were being killed when they were being killed. And I uh, did not do anything with slavery or black people or Jim Crow or anything like that. So because of that, I am not fucking sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm 0% sorry. I'm negative 3,000% sorry. If, if, if you want me to be sorry for that, then I need you to be sorry uh, for my everything, every specific bad thing that happened to me from my childhood, you know, and, and anyone else's. So if somebody's molested or anything terrible happens, you have to just come up and be like, I'm sorry uh, for you being molested and kneel to the person. I'm sorry you were raped, kneel to the person. I'm sorry, uh, old lady that was uh, hit by two by fours by those thugs trying to break into your shop. I'm sorry you were beat by those two befores and nil. I mean, at what point, this would just get absurd. That would just be how we greet each other. And I would just have a list of things that have bad that happened to me. And it'd be a fucking long list, I promise you. Um, and you just have to say sorry and kneel for all those things. Is that what it's coming to? I guess, or is it just black people? Are you guys the only ones? You're the only ones that have suffered in the history of existence. Is that what I'm led to believe? Now, by all means, I believe people are still suffering in Africa, for what that's worth, um, by the hands of their own people. So, uh, and I know that because the top 57 countries of intentional homicides, this is mind-blowing, by the way, um, the top 57 countries... This blue, I wasn't expecting to see this. I was like, oh, let me look up where... The goal was to look up where the United States stands in homicides. I was like, oh, maybe we're at the top. Maybe it's worse than I thought. And I was like, well, I'm going to look up countries of intentional homicide. Not accidental. Intentional homicide. Uh, so... And to be fair, like, I was like, oh, maybe the U.S. is, like, in the top ten. I don't know. So I'm looking at it, and I'm blown away. And I, I posted this on Instagram as well. The top 57 countries that commit intentional homicides per capita are from Africa. All 57 countries. 
Not one other country is inserted in between there. Not even places like El Salvador cracks one of those spots. You can look it up yourself. Look it up yourself. By the way, you have to look stuff up yourself um, nowadays. You cannot trust anything anyone is fucking telling you. Period. You, you just can't. And that sucks. It sucks we live in a world. That's a whole separate topic. I've always said this. You just can't trust anything that's being told to you. I mean, SpaceX released a fucking photo of the SpaceX ship in outer space. And the reason that's odd to me is, well, you didn't mention you were sending two, so let, let me just get this straight. So you sent one space, SpaceX rocket up into fucking outer space to take a picture of the second SpaceX rocket ship? What fucking took the photo of the SpaceX ship? I know the, we, we know the answer to that, who's logical, is it's fucking CGI. Um, or it's drafted or something to that effect. You didn't do that um, at all. And by the way, how the fuck are people excited about that? I'm going to shit on that real quick. Um, I know this is not about that, but how the fuck are you excited that a rocket ship just went up and literally came right back down? What did it achieve? What did it bring back with it? What wonders and glory did it bring back with it? At least on the fucking moon landing, if you're buying that, um, they like walked on the fucking moon. This SpaceX shit literally just went up and was like, yep, we're up here. All right, coming back down. It's essentially like a helicopter ride. You know, no one does a, a little $50 helicopter ride and then gets out and is like, Dude, post that shit, and I want the world to be excited about my helicopter ride. I went up, and then I came back down. Absolutely. Did you do anything up there? No, I absolutely didn't. Absolutely nothing. I didn't test anything or uh, come up with some scientific marvel. I just went up and went down. Well, guess what? So did fucking Michael Jordan SpaceX, and he went up pretty fucking high without a goddamn rocket ship. So eat that shit. Anyway, so moving along, uh, <laughs> you can't trust anything. It seems like. And that sucks. That's difficult. That's a huge fucking pill to swallow. It's a big, massive fucking pill. It's a horse pill. So, oh, where, where are we going to go with this, guys? I don't, I don't know where to go with this. Um, by the way, there is a narrative that all these things are being done by Antifa. And I think Antifa should, been, should have been declared uh, a terrorist organization a long time ago. It sucks that there's people who fought Antifa back are that are in prison you know for assaulting them back for defending themselves but being better at it it's weird you can get punished for that like you could hit me but i'm actually a really good fighter and i break your fucking jaw on the first or second hit and now i'm going to prison because i'm better at defending myself than you are at starting a fight that's insane to me. Where's the reform for that? Are those people going to be pardoned now that Antifa's a uh, terrorist organization? Probably not. They're going to sit their ass in fucking jail or prison. So, you know, one, sure, they're doing stuff. And they're there, and they're, like, paid Soros people or whatever. Um, you know, I, I, I have no doubt about that. But a lot of these videos where it's a lot of shit, fucking violence, old couples getting uh, beat with two-by-fours old man being chased by a mob and you can't even see what happens to him. I don't even know what happens to him in that video. Who chases a fucking old man? By the way, let me say this real quick. 
if anyone ever thinks they're going to do something to an old person of any fucking race or belief in front of me, fuck you. I'll never let that happen. I will never let you hurt a fucking old person. I'll die before I let you hurt a fucking old person. God, that's such a sorry ass fucking thing to do. Um, so anyway, I just had to say that, but come on, man. And then, you know, dude standing, uh, you know, defending his stuff. Yeah, he has a sword or whatever. People have guns and stuff defending their shit. But you knew that you could beat him because he's a dumbass. Don't get me wrong, he's a dumbass. Like, who, who's, a sword is not going to fight off 40 people unless you're, like, some badass Japanese fucking... Been trained by samurai for fucking 20 years. Then I would not fuck with you. Um, but that was dumb. And the old man with the bow, I don't even know if that's real or was that some sort of parody or what. Or some just thing that was orchestrated, who gets saw with a fucking bow to defend them, a bow, oh god, uh, but either way, all those people getting their motherfucking asses whooped, and, and violently, uh, the people dying, you know, uh, come on, let's be honest, we gotta be honest, we gotta be honest, who is doing it, come on, can you say who's doing it? You have to know who's doing it. Come on. Can somebody say it? It's black people. Now, that doesn't mean all black people, but that's who's doing it. So, uh, it's BLM extremists, but the thing, the, the scary part of all that is it's being condoned by people who aren't extremists. Right? So, that's the scarier part. Who do you think killed David Dorn? And there's other names. Um, I don't know them all, and I apologize for that, because I should know them. I'm doing a fucking podcast on it. But let's just stay with David Dorn. Uh, David Dorn served his community like 30 to 40 years. Uh, retired police officer. He goes by and regularly checks on a friend of his pawn shop. It's not even his pawn shop. He just does it because that's, that's something... What people don't understand is uh, most cops... Whether you like cops or the institution or not, and I'd, I'd, I'd challenge you to find an institution where there's no police and you somehow can still protect the elderly who can't protect themselves. Uh, maybe a neighborhood system or something might work, but we're, we're, we can have a debate on that another time. But most police, uh, despite you thinking, oh, they're aggressive or whatever, yeah, there's a, I, I agree with that. A, it takes a certain type of person to be okay getting into a fight every day. Or to uh, gamble getting into a shooting. That does take a certain warrior-like mentality, right? In general, we can agree on that. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably a component of it. But honestly, that type of person, even when I'm not... When I wasn't in uniform and different stuff, and even now I'm not... I, I just do uh, reserve and stuff. Uh, it's... I still look out for my neighbors and shit. I'm not out here, um, it's, and it's not so I get into anything, it's just, it's my nature to say, oh, the, the, the elderly lady next to me, um, the, uh, single mom across the street or whatever, they don't have somebody, now, somebody I know has somebody there to protect them, and I know they, uh, know how to handle themselves a little bit, then, you know, I'm like, oh, I I don't look, I don't look that way as much. But the ones that do, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to look after her. You know, I'm going to look after those people. 
I'm going to keep an eye. Why is that car there? Oh, let me see. Oh, okay, they're just delivering food. That's cool. But, you know, that's in the nature. So when if you wonder why he's doing it, it's just in his nature to look after other people on their property. That's probably what led him to be a cop in the first place. So he's looking after this pawn shop. And I don't know if... It, it, it could be white people that killed him, but let's... Come on. It, it could be Antifa or something like that. It could be. I'm not saying that. I don't know. But in all honesty, I, I'm leaning towards it was people wanting a TV. And they killed this poor elderly black man. Now, how, how was killing one of your own... How did that cause justice for Mr. Floyd? How did that bring about justice for him? Did he see David Dorn die and say, yes, thank you guys. Now I can, now I'm at rest. Or did he see uh, LaQuisha with a, with a 50 inch and he's like, shit, yes. Now she has an extra TV for her bedroom. That's what I wanted. I mean, come on. If, if you really want to, if you're really about that and you're all about justice and all this stuff, what would I want if somebody killed me? Um, I'd want more training. I'd want more training. I'd want people to know that not everyone who says I can't breathe. And by the way, um, when I uh, worked in corrections for a time, and even even on the other side, but corrections you have to you, you have to pin people down more. Everyone said they couldn't breathe, and you know how many people suffocated? None. That was just a thing to say. Um, but that doesn't excuse it, obviously. But I'm just saying, that was this thing to say, I can't breathe. Like, they would just say that, um, after they lost the tussle or whatever. I can't breathe, I can't breathe, you're choking me or something. And you weren't, and you're just like, okay. Uh, but also, in the correctional system is where I learned that you actually can, uh, do that. I remember one of the classes I took, I was, I learned that putting too much pressure on someone's chest, uh, when they're face down actually can asphyxiate them it, it, it can suffocate them I wouldn't have known that otherwise it never even crossed my mind and I've done MMA and stuff and I've never thought oh I could just put my knee on this person's back while I'm you know wrestling and, and then choke them out I mean it's not even a that's not even an actual move that's in the system or whatever so um, it, it wouldn't have been common knowledge had I not learned that imagine uh, let's talk about that for a second uh, let's, let's get off on training so not everyone is going to have an equal amount of knowledge. And we don't have a National Academy or State Academy. So the academy I went to was led by an ex-Army Ranger. And I learned good shit. And then I had to go to further coursework uh, throughout the system for different stuff. But I still feel like the training was inadequate on a lot of stuff. I mean, I kid you not, I was put on robbery homicide. And I had not taken any courses on how to investigate a homicide per se. I've had crime scene search and different stuff like that, but I had never gone extensively to, um, luckily I had read books on my own for fun about stuff like that. But you know, how many people did that? They were willing to put me on a, on a homicide and I didn't, to, to their knowledge, I have never done a homicide or know anything or studied how to solve a homicide. So that's pretty interesting. And by the way, the course I did get to go to were really good. I went to an interrogation uh, 
interview and interrogation course uh, that was taught by a guy from HPD that, you know, he'd done homicides for like 40 years. And he was on, uh, you know, some of those, you know, like Unsolved Mysteries and stuff. He's been on those things. Uh, he had a really big case. I can't remember what it was. But he taught the class. And some of his techniques, man, really helped me to get confessions and stuff. It was very useful. Uh, but they, the truth is, I had to get to a certain level before I could even get. I had to hit detective before I even got those. And that would have benefited anyone on patrol. Being able to talk to people and have a dialogue. Um, but that's, it's not something you get till you get to certain levels. And some places I imagine you probably don't get it at all. And also the academies aren't the same length. Uh, like I was saying, I went to one that was six months long by, uh, an ex-army ranger who ran the shit out of us every day, three to five miles and all that stuff, uh, every day. And then we would have people hired on that went to a, a JUCO nearby and they were like oh yeah i went there so i didn't have to run think about that and that they were doing the same job as me getting the same pay so that's what i would want if i died by some sort of police misconduct please know that that's actually the actual that's a better solution and and here's a uh, and i posted more of these on on instagram so you can go back and read it um but <laughs> on a lighter note, one of the funny things I, I said is just make all the cops black. You know, if all cops were black, then you couldn't say it was racially motivated. Just hire nothing but black cops. Maybe in some, uh, you know, maybe in some places you could do a test run of that and just see, you know, how does that work? You know, how, how does it play out? Is it good? Does it work? You know, I don't know. So that's that's a. But uh, what, what, let's see. I'll go through the list here uh, that I wrote. Uh, uh, increase the pay and decrease the amount of cops. Be more selective in the hiring. Only get the best. Uh, obviously, and this goes without saying with any job, you're gonna get some shitbirds when you only pay like thirty to forty k a year, and you mass hire and you need to hire fifty people in a month. I was somewhere once. Um, and they had to hire, like, a ridiculous amount of people. And I saw them. I was like, where are we going? Oh, it's like a... They, they rented out the entire convention hall for the application process. That's ridiculous. Why would you need to hire 50 people in one month? There, there's no way you can screen it all. Um, and then part of the hiring process should be a scenario-based stress test. You should make it very stressful and see how people handle... Not everyone can handle stress the same way. That goes without saying. So, um, recruit, increase, number two, increase hands-on scenario-based training, mandate hand-to-hand combat training of some sort, an hour a week or so. I think, I do believe that if people are more confident in their, in their hand-to-hand, uh, they use less force most of the time. Unless I'm surrounded by like, unless I see two people are about to jump me or more, um, or the guy's like really fucking super looks just like a beast or something, you know, he's like a Russian, you know, six foot four, uh, 280 pounds, would I go like hardcore on his ass or something, you know, to win. But, you know, usually you're like, on an average situation, it does decrease force. I notice I use a lot less force than a lot of people, because I actually know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, we already talked about having maybe a, 
uh, a national or state academy or something to that effect where it's the same academy for everyone. Uh, one could be led by, you know, it doesn't make sense that one's done by an army ranger and then another one's done, doesn't even make the cadets fucking run. Uh, three, stop using the police for everything. Police don't need to show up for loud music calls or to tell your kid um, uh, that, yes, you can take his cell phone. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you could just knock on your neighbor's door and tell them to turn down the music. Parents, you can ask, you can take your kid's cell phone and that's it. You know what I mean? You can shut it off. You know, that's not a police call. Give the officer your phone. What? You know, <laughs> you guys, peop, the average person would not believe the calls that cops get. Seriously. And, and that whittles them down and it makes it to where you have to have more cops. Because there's a high demand for calling the police. We've had people call, I kid you not, I'm not making this up, about somebody shitting on their lawn. And the agency I worked for had, they don't refuse any services a call. Like, no calls for service are refused. What that means is they had to show up and take a report on a dog shitting on the neighbor's lawn. And then the person wanted to prosecute for, and this is like a ticketable offense, um, at max. And then had to get surveillance footage because the person had a camera and then it was sent to a detective. I don't know what became of it, but a detective, imagine that you're in a misdemeanor unit detective and you have to investigate shit on a lawn. That's absurd. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, the average person doesn't know that. Um, here's a big one. Mandated counseling and time off from patrol in different high-risk, high-stress positions. Because humans can only take so much stress. Seems logical. These are actual solutions, man. And then the funny one I would like to do, and it's case studies in different areas, just make all the cops black. You know, Baltimore PD or something like that. Just All the cops are black. Just transfer the other ones, like, out of county or something. Make sure they have a job or whatever. I'm not saying fire them or whatever. But if they're good cops, let them keep their job. Uh, just somewhere else. And just have a couple areas where it's all black cops. And then let's review the stats in a year or two. And if it's higher, uh, and I already saw that black people are more likely, black cops are 60% more likely to shoot than a white cop, an unarmed, an unarmed person. And... Uh, uh, Latin Hispanic uh, officers are 125%. Uh, I think I posted this study somewhere too, so you, you don't have to look that up, but I don't have it in front of me and I don't know where it's at. Um, it's it's on Instagram or Twitter because I still have a Twitter account for now at, at RealFoxMcKenna. Uh, no one can see my posts, which means I can basically still post anything, which is actually better than when people could see them the first time and I got suspended every so often until I got permanently suspended. Uh, so either way, yeah, that, those stats are, that's the stats. So it probably, if that study holds true and grant, granted that's a sample size and you know how samples work. So, uh, but if it goes up, then that obviously that wasn't a solution. It'd be kind of funny either way. Um, <laughs> it'd be a funny case scenario, I think. Uh, to just have all black cops in, in, in certain areas and just see how that goes. Um, it's not help, helping Africa, like, by the way, because all the cops are pretty much black. So it's not helping in Sierra Leone and different stuff, uh, the Congo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure 
police are more brutal. I saw one video where the cops are... It looks like lead pipes. I can't verify, but it looks like they're beating the fuck out of somebody with lead pipes. So I don't know that, you know, that that's an, an adequate solution, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It's worth, it'd be fun to do. Um, so anyway, uh, oh, let's go back to that. So 57 uh, homicides are all Africa. I I don't, I'm not saying that's like, um, that means like black people are inherently whatever. You can interpret that however you want. Um, I don't know, but it's not, it's not a good case that white people ruined black people's lives. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's really all I'm trying to do with that data is just say like, we didn't ruin your life, man. Like, look at Africa. That's the word. That's like the homicide capital of the world. Um, intentional homicide capital of the world. And, you know, other than South Africa and a few other places, not a whole lot of white people. So, you know, that kind of destroys the narrative of, like, you know, we run your lives. I think it's better to be in America and be black than it is to be in Africa and be black. Depending on, you know, and we're assuming being born average. Obviously, if your family's wealthy, it's better to be born to a wealthy family anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, if you said, do you want to be the the prince of Zimbabwe or um, average or lower in America, I would choose prince of Zimbabwe. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a badass life. Um, so, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know what the narrative is of of, of this whole thing. We keep going back to this, and I, 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 don't, I don't know why this race shit keeps coming back. But it, it, it does. It just keeps coming back. Uh... So being black in America versus being black in in Africa, uh, I think that's obvious. It's not even it's not even up for debate. You, you're gonna have a hard time if you're like, ah, I disagree with that. I think Africa is better. Well, you know, one, if I offered everyone in America, uh, let's say a certain check percentage, let's say uh, fifty thousand dollars. I think this was done in the '80s or '70s. They offered a check uh, to go to Liberia, right? I don't know how much the check was for. You'll have to look this up. Um, fact check me on this because I don't remember it exactly. But money to go to Liberia and only like less half of 1% of, of black people were like, yeah, I'll take you up on that. I'll take the money and go to Liberia. But everyone else was like, nah, I'm good. I like it here in America. And I don't blame you. I like it here too. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think anyone's going to dispute the fact that if even if I offered a, a, a crazy sum, maybe like a hundred K per black family to go to Liberia again. How many people do you think would take it up? They'd be like, nah, I'm good. I like it here in the States. I don't think, I don't think black people want to move. Black Americans want to move to Africa. So I think it hands down, would you rather be arrested here or someplace in Africa? I guarantee you people would say here. I, I know I would. And I would even if I was black. Um, so George Floyd. George Floyd. Is George Floyd an anomaly? Um, and let's just take, let's take a case. Um, Andrea Camps. Andrea Camps. This is not a similar situation as George Floyd, but I just want to take it. Andrea Camps um, was a white chick. She's 19. She's selling some Yeezys or whatever, those expensive $900 shoes. Um, post an ad online to sell him. She meets the person to go sell her fucking shoes and is uh, brutally fucking 
uh, beat to death by uh, two black men, right? Uh, there was no rioting. There was no there was no national news on this. It was local news. There was no outcry. There was no talk of they look. I can't even sell shoes without them killing us. Um, whereas when uh, the, I think Andre Camps is a better example for um, compared to uh, Ahmad Arbery, and the reason I say that is because uh, when Ahmad Arbery died, I saw lots of my black friends posting stuff like I can't even go for a jog without dying, and then LeBron James said that. So imagine white people saying, I can't even sell shoes to y'all without dying. Do you, do, you, do you guys think that would be considered racist? Seriously, if I said, if I saw Andrea Camp's death and said, man, I can't even be selling my shoes without y'all killing me. Because I'm saying y'all, like it's just, it's every single black person is going to kill me if I sell my shoes to them. Do you see what I mean? Like, how... How how do how do people not see that there there's a clear black privilege in regards to speak there, into speech? There there really is. It it seems very obvious to me, because no one posted that, and no one knew about it. Uh, but Tony Tempa actually is a exact comparison to George Floyd. Uh, Tony Tempa, I think this came out in 2019. Uh, there were not national headlines on it, uh, spoke to several people who lived in Dallas. They've never even heard of the name Tony Tempa. This is where, it, that's where it happened. The Dallas police force put too much pressure on his chest, several officers, just like George Floyd. Um, they've not been prosecuted or anything and, uh, killed him from asphyxiation. And I believe the cause of death was determined to be asphyxiation. So, and nothing was done, no outrage, no looting, no destruction of property, no blaming, uh, n nothing, nothing negative occurred whatsoever. And he died in obscurity, um, until people like myself have been bringing him, you know, recognition for what happened to him. And of course, both are tragic. Can we just say that both are fucking tragic and both do need to require more training? Cause you know, you can always get better. But to say that our system isn't the best, it's, it's pretty damn near the best. But it can get better, of course. Um, and that's a question that people just flat ignore. I've asked people that online all the time. Uh, I debate people constantly in chat. I say, name another country you'd prefer to get arrested in. And there's never an answer. Uh, seriously, people just don't answer for some reason. They just stop the dialogue altogether. There may be one, statistically, and you, I'm sure you could tell me and be like, oh, this country, good on you. Um, but seriously, most people off the top of their head, they can't think of a re better place to be arrested if you had to be arrested. So, <laughs> you know, and this is a side note, man. You hear the narrative, and this has nothing to do with that, but... How is the narrative if immigrants and black people built the United States, right? You hear that. We built the United States. Y'all made all this money off of... First off, I got no inheritance, so I didn't make shit off of anyone. Not even my ancestors. I think they were just lazy-ass Irish drunkards. I fucking curse my ancestors all the time. I don't know if you guys do that. I curse my fucking ancestors all the fucking time. You know why? Because I'm like, you fucking drunk idiots you couldn't have bought a hundred acres with the mineral rights it was what 
10 cents at some point. I think at some point in Texas, if you just moved to Texas and said you'll settle the land, they were giving you X amount of fucking acreage just to move here for free. You couldn't take in your drunk ass on a wagon and moved out to Texas and had land? Jeez, man. Like, sorry, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I know you don't care about my personal issues with my ancestors, but fuck, you know, like, you couldn't have won 100 acres in a hand of poker for, for me? You know, jeez, literally nothing, absolutely nothing. That was my inheritance. It's nothing. It's going to stay nothing. In fact, this is going to sound really crass and mean, but every time a relative of mine dies, I lose money. Who else can relate to that? I know there's some of y'all that can. I lose money because I have to pay for the damn funeral or help pay for it and then pay for the cremation or the burial or whatever. I lose money. They didn't have a life insurance policy like I do or anything. None of the responsible stuff. I am the most responsible person. That sucks. It sucks being that person. So my hat is off to all the people that are that person and got nothing. Uh, but if that's true, if, if ancestors, I mean, if, if black people and immigrants built this country, right, wouldn't their original countries be great? Because they're just builders and innovators, right? So if I look at your country, if you say your, your people built this country and made it great, then I just, I just would look at your Ancestry.com thing and be like, okay, you're, all right, let's see, you're El Salvadorian or whatever. El Salvadorian, look at your country and be like, nah, I don't think that's true because you, that's not a good country. And then if I look at your country and I'm like, oh, it's, uh, where at? Let's see. It's, you're Samoan. Samoa's actually really good, by the way. I'd be like, oh, there's a possibility. Samoa is... That's one of the top 10, by the way, the top 10 uh, least homicides are all uh, homogenous races and ethnicity islands. I don't know if you knew that, Um, but I'm just going to share that with you for fun. It seems like people are so tribal, they have, people are so tribal that they have a harder time killing their own for the most part, with the exception of Africa. Um, But... It seems like if you put people in an island and they all look and speak the same language, French Polynesia is on there. I, I don't remember the whole list, but look that up. Verify all this stuff. But it's, that was kind of trippy, too. That was another one of my random findings. I was like, so homogenous tribal uh, people that stayed on an island, that's the safest places technically in the world if you, if you go by intentional homicide. You might die other ways. You might die by a fucking monsoon or whatever. I'm not saying that. Uh, But no one will... You're least likely to be murdered there. Assuming you match uh, the people, I guess. I don't don't know what happens when you change it. So, diversity doesn't seem like a strength when you look at that. And uh, perhaps, and I'm just going to throw this out there, perhaps the solution to all this would be to set up reservations or, like, cities for people that want to be in homogenous, uh, same race or whatever, same belief system places. You might have to set up many, but you know how you have different states and you're like, oh, I could choose that state because that state's more red, that state's more blue. You can go to California if you're a leftist nut and you like um, paper straws and stuff. You can go there and it's great and they'll tax the fuck out of you. Um, But if you're like, oh, no, I'm more Republican, you can choose a Republican as fuck 
uh, city instead of a Republican state um, and go from there and maybe pay less taxes and less regulation on your business and all that good stuff. So we already have sort of something like that, uh, but maybe just take it further and just narrow it. You know what I mean? Just keep narrowing it down and have reservations where people can go to. Like, if they want to, and you don't have to, you can live uh, all mixed in if you want. Um, you know, it's, it'd just be a choice. Like, you could be Native American born on the reservation and leave the reservation. You're not forced to stay there. Um, Amish people have communities like that as well. You stay Amish or you can leave Amish um, and be a cam girl. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I imagine that's what happens, um, but I do. So, um, the, you know, I don't know. So that's very interesting, but why wouldn't the original country be badass? That's a very interesting thing. And if your answer is it's because you exploited us, right, then that's even more interesting than maybe more white people should go to those countries and exploit those people so they can make their country as good as the United States at the very least. Is that your argument? That'd be a weird argument to make is that white people are really good at exploiting people and people from my nation are not good at uh, working unless we're being exploited. So, yeah, you know, we kind of need you guys to... We need to ship in some white people to be overlords so that we can get our country industrialized uh, better. I don't... That's that's an odd fucking argument. I've never heard anyone make that argument, uh, but that'd be a weird-ass leftist argument to hold your narrative, because that's essentially what you'd have to argue, uh, you know, to say that that's true, because it really seems, what it seems like this country was founded on was pioneers, not immigrants, people who left England, sick of uh, the tyranny, and came here and fucking pioneered and settled the shit out of it, and put in a lot of uh, sweat and tears, and does that mean that Brown and black people aren't a part of it? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying don't act like it's all you. That's the weird part. And don't tear down statues. What? It, that's history. Regardless of whether you like it or not, it's fucking real. But that does fall to the 1984 principle what of uh, he can, who controls the future controls the past. And, you know, he controls the fa- past controls the future. Um, so I guess they're just following that 19, they read 1984 and said there's some good ideas in here and we should enact them. That's what I feel about Marxist and people like that. They, they really, they read that progressives read that shit and saw it and was like, those are great ideas. We should implement them. 1984 seems like a great place. Um, so anyway, uh, Obama, uh, Obama is, uh, either a liar or a dipshit, or a combination of both. And I'm not saying this for any other reason than, how are you going to give a speech? He gave a speech recently, you can watch it. Um, It looks like he's at home or something. He's probably at his $25 million Martha's Vineyard house in an all-white neighborhood. All the white people are leaving now because Obama moved in. Get me a break. Not a single white person is leaving because Obama fucking moved in. Obama's whiter than I could ever be in a million fucking years in his soul. You know, let's judge people by their soul. Uh, (laughs) So anyway, um, that's not true. Michelle Obama said that, that people committed white flight when Obama moved in. Imagine white progressives being sad that Obama lives in their neighborhood. You can't. It's impossible. 
They're, they're talking about that shit every day. I live next to Obama. Obama's on my street. You probably, it's probably so obnoxious that people they go to dinner with and stuff are like, yes, tell us again for the 18th time who lives on your street. I, I guarantee it. I know because my father is a progressive. I can't imagine not hearing him endlessly drawn on about that. But anyway, so I should say estranged father or something like that, right? Because I only saw him three times growing up. So, yeah, I don't know what to call that. Um, I think we're at, we're at seven now. We're doing better. Uh, we're doing better. We're, we're doing, not that you guys care, but we're doing better. Uh, he sits there and gives a speech about systematic racism, but the, the irony of that is one, how the fuck is there systematic racism when, oh my God, my fucking goofy ass neighbor, <laughs> he has his Ukrainian bride. I'm just looking over at him cause I'm doing this in my car right now. He looks such, he's so beta, and uh, he's so beta that women would not date him. I thought he was homosexual for a long time. I know I talk about this all the time. Um, he has his sunglasses on at night half the time. He tries to look so fucking cool. But he got his Ukrainian bride, and uh, <laughs> it's just its just funny. He looks goofy as fuck in his little workout outfit. Uh, he's a little tubby, and... Um, she looks pretty good, but, you know, it's, uh, he would never have pulled that, and that's his loudest car, you hear it? Overcompensating like a motherfucker. He doesn't know what the back wall is, trust me. Um, anyway, uh, let's see here. What are we doing? Sorry, I, I, yeah, I know, I'm distracted, I, I get it. Uh, it sucks. But it's like you're with me, guys. I do this like you're with me. Uh, so any, he mentions systematic racism, and... A lot of irony comes into play here. One is, in a systematically racist system, why would I let Obama win? Why would I let a black person win if I was systematically... If there was a system of racism, how would that allow him to to ever get to the highest seat of office? Right? So imagine that. And, hell, just imagine all of it. Why would I allow there to be billionaires or anything like that? Why would I allow that? Why would I allow BT to even be created? They're like, nah, shut that shit down. And they're like, why? We want our own channel. Uh, and I'd be like, no, it's this is a systematically racist country. If you don't like it, you have to leave. But you ain't getting your own channel. You're saying I don't get to create a channel called BT and become a billionaire? Hell no, you don't get to. It's systematically racist, remember? And then Denzel shows up and you're like, damn, he is the best fucking actor out of all these schmucks. And I really want to put him in this great movie called Training Day. Uh, <laughs> there's a joke I always tell people uh, about Training Day where I said, I didn't even realize it was about police corruption. And they just look at you really odd. Like, is, is he being serious? <laughs> I thought it was good fucking detective work there that he was doing. Until the very end. He had me going. Especially like where he uses the Chinese menu as a as a search warrant. Genius. <laughs> yeah, you want to freak people out telling them that. Uh, but no, I mean, imagine seeing him and you're like, dude, I really want to use him in that movie. And then the producer and all them are like, no, 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 dude. What are you doing? That guy's black. Oh, okay. But he's a really good actor. Yeah, no, no, but we're systematically racist. You know what I mean? Like, so we don't. He can't get in the club. He doesn't get to be in movies. He can bring 
the shittier actor, Water. And you're like, oh, well, what about this guy named Morgan Freeman? Well, I'd like him to narrate shit. Because he's a phenomenal narrator. And you're like, nah, it's going to be this goofy-ass white dude's voice. Uh, and, and Morgan Freeman's going to, you know, like, pick the guy's vegetables that does the narrating. Oh, yeah, that's what how it would be in a systematically racist country, by the way. So it's obviously not. So one, that's that's weird. But say you did somehow slip through the cracks. Obama slipped through the cracks, and all these people slipped through the cracks of this systematically. Well, Obama had the top office position in a entirely uh, democratic uh, Democrat system. So. All of you were cool with systematic racism and allowed it to persist for the entire eight years and did nothing to dismantle systematic racism? Yeah. Okay. That seems logical. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're either... You're fucking lying, dude. You're a liar. Oh, and, and uh, now we got uh, Drew Brees. I'm seeing this pop up now. Drew Brees. Uh, is apologizing. I don't know what his comments were, but he's apologizing. And in the apology, I was reading, I was skimming through it real quick um, while I'm ranting to you guys. Uh, he mentioned something about slavery. So, how is Drew Brees, who throws a fucking football in New Orleans, which is mostly black, with all black teammates for the most part, uh, how is he involved in uh, slavery again? Can somebody enlighten me on all this? I don't... How the fuck do I apologize for that? Because somebody who may or may not have looked like me had a slave once? Newsflash. Newsflash to everyone who is black that is listening to this. Your people sold you. So, and you look like them. Also... There's still slavery going on in Africa, if I recall. And you look like them. Do you see what I mean? Do you get where I'm coming from now? In Egypt, slaves. Pretty much slavery existed for a very long time throughout the world. I think until England abolished it. I mean, that's... And then America followed suit. And these are, what, at the time, like, 98, 97, 98% white countries? There was no reason to abolish it if if the, if the we wanted it to stay systematically race, racist or whatever. There wasn't enough population to cause an uprising or anything. You, you know what I mean? You, you see where I'm coming from? Like, these are all white countries that abolished slavery and the world started following suit. Like, had they not done that, you would... It, it could still be around. And you could argue there was no reason to other than moral Christian values. The concept that all men are created equal and that skin color should not matter, which is the opposite of Black Lives Matters, Because Black Lives Matters is centered around skin color does matter right so the, the narrative is falling apart as, as as you start to come come through all this the narrative falls apart it doesn't make sense you know 
And and you know what? Here's the thing. Why would I be responsible for looking like somebody who may have owned a slave? Couldn't I equally look like somebody who was part of freeing slaves? How do you know which one I am? Do I look like the slave owner or the person who uh, tried to end slavery worldwide? You know? If you're black, do, do you look like somebody who was a slave or do you look like somebody who sold other slaves from Africa? Maybe you look like a human trafficker. Maybe you look like somebody who would sell uh, a, a defeated tribe to the rest of the world for rum. Maybe you look like that. You know, wh why would we do that? I mean, who who would want to go about uh, living that way? I mean, what if what if I happen to look like Jeffrey Dahmer through no fault or reason or I'm not even related to him of my own and people are like and let's treat this dude like Jeffrey Dahmer throw him in prison and everything I mean I just don't understand I don't understand how this would benefit anyone to say that you look like because that's really all you're basing it off of Let, let's let's be fair no one uh getting judged for being white has taken an ancestry test to determine they are direct descendants of uh, slave owners and that they did receive some sort of benefit like 200 acres or something. I mean, if I had 200 acres right now, dude, I totally, that I inherited, man, uh, come on, I'd totally be okay with looking up who the slaves were, you know, that helped out with that shit. And be like, look guys, here's half of it. Neither of us did any of this shit. You know, I didn't do anything for the land. You didn't do anything for the, you know, you, you know, to, to get the half I'm about to give you. Neither of us lived during that time period, but here we go. Let's split it. Call it a day. Let's, let's stop mentioning it and let's move forward. But I know for a fact I've inherited nothing, as, as you heard in my previous rant. So... That shit isn't going to fly for me. And I, I just don't... You don't know that you're even a direct... You could be... And here's a scary thought uh, to all my, my black listeners. Uh, and I hate doing that to all my black listeners. But we're just going to do it this one episode. I, I don't like that. Uh, but look, what we're going to do is you could be a direct descendant of the people who sold the slaves you could be the direct descendant of like an uncle tom from the movie uh django where he's like the samuel L. jackson's character you could be that guy we don't know who you are and why would it matter are we responsible for our father's sins i mean i i touched on that on the reparations thing destroying the reparations argument uh but in short it's just it's very simple uh, we don't hold people accountable for, we don't hold the kids accountable for people whose parents murdered people. So why the hell would we do it, uh, you know, shit that's hundreds of years old? Why would you create that type of setup? It doesn't seem like a bright idea. I, I, I just, I don't know where people are coming from. 
how would I apologize for something I did not do and had no direct correlation and I'm not even sure that I was even in that equation I mean as far as I know I'm I've actually taken the test I'm pretty insanely high percentage of Irish uh, what what did I do but I mean it's not to absolve me or anyone else the whole point is is like you don't that this system that you're trying to set up it doesn't make sense it doesn't add up and it's completely identity based instead of being individual based because individual is how you want to go that's how you want to set stuff up did that person do it oh yeah well as an individual they're being punished now oh let's punish you too because you look like that person who did that crime that's absurd you can't control how you look I mean that's I think that's obvious that's why people decided racism was wrong is because people can't control who their parents are they can't control how they look they can't control any of these things you're stuck it, it's not like we have a character creation screen uh, and it's a video game and you can fault me for choosing a shitty character uh, which, by the way, I'd probably choose like a six foot five black guy that's 300 pounds, and I'd play uh, lineman for the Houston Texans. So, I mean, you know, step off the fucking gas there, buddy. Like, <laughs> oh man. So, anyway, it, the, the world's a—it's it, an interesting place, and look. The whole thing is, are, are black people better off here in the United States than anywhere else? I'd argue yes, when you compare to black people versus all every other place, especially Africa. Is Africa doing very well? As we said, it's in the top 57 of homo incident, uh, intentional homicides per capita uh, per 100,000. Africa's a, the region ranks 1 through 57 of different African countries. They're not doing well off. And I'm sure if you looked at the data across the board, they're not doing great. So are you a beneficiary? And this is going to be a hard pill to swallow here, but are you a beneficiary because of slavery? Because if slavery didn't exist, you'd still be there. Correct? But you're here. Slavery is abolished. We have many successful many 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 successful black people that are so insanely successful I mean you got uh, FUBU's creator you got BET's creator you got Jay-Z you got multiple hundred million billionaire black people in this country and and honestly no one has a problem with it so I don't I don't know where this shit is coming from I don't, I don't know why this shit, somebody uh, stirred up a hornet's nest when there, there shouldn't have been a hornet's nest in the first place. Like, you know what I mean? And I guarantee you, if you, if you tried to prove it and you were like, okay, it's institutionally racist here, right? And you guys hate it. It's systematically racist. It sucks. And you did a poll and offered black people, depending on how they answered the, the poll, uh, you offered them money to go to Africa. Any place in Africa is fine, whichever place they want, to return to the home country. 
how many people you think would take it up? I, I, I don't think any, to be honest, maybe one to two percent. But you'd be going to a place where it's all black, so you would lose the systematic institutional racist system, right? Because it can't be if people lo all look like you, if they're homogenous. So who would take that up? And what would the amount be? Say, say I said half a million. Do you think people would take half a million and still go to Africa? I'm thinking a lot of people wouldn't. You can say what you want. I think people trust the system here, and they know that even if shit's not good today, they still have a lot of... What's half a million dollars going to do you in a place where you're likely to die? Now, I, on the other hand, if, if the government said, hey, you, you Irish people have been bitching a lot, we would give you half a million dollars or a hundred... Man, I'd probably do it for a hundred. A uh, hundred thousand dollars to go back to Ireland, your home country. You just have to take a DNA test, prove you're Irish, and then uh, take the money and go. I, I'd do it in a heartbeat, probably, to be honest. But, I mean, Ireland's not that bad, so it's not, a, it's not fair, right? So, but you get my point here. Like, most people like it here. They do. And despite all their grievances and complaints, that's why when the celebrities and all them said, oh, leave the United States if, uh, if Donald Trump wins, no one left. Because you like it here. You don't want to go nowhere. And hell, I, I can't blame you. Can't blame you at all. So, I, I don't know. Let, let me know your thoughts on this. Um, this message really isn't meant to be divisive. It may seem antagonistic and all this shit, but... <laughs> um, and the reason I would go back to Ireland on, on, a, on a side note is... Uh, you don't know how to turn your car, lady. Jesus, that's like the worst turn. Uh, so the reason I would go back to Ireland is like you can get drunk and fight anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And like that's like the home country of getting drunk and fighting. So I don't know. I can't imagine it's. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Um, I I'm sure I'm gonna catch hell on all this shit, but you know. It is what it is, man. I think uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's obvious we don't live in the system that is, that's being described to me. And, and it's obvious people like the United States. And it's obvious it's really not a racist country. Uh, it's so racist that it elected Barack Obama twice. And yes, I am. I'm blacker than him. But, I mean, you know, it still counts, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not like anyone would, it's not like y'all would vote for Ben Carson. I'm going to end on that note, because you wouldn't, because he's conservative. Candace Owens runs, she ain't going to get the black vote. She's going to get the white vote. And when you think about it, in a way, that's kind of cool, man. Because that, 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 def that debunks your whole theory, too. So, anyway, zero Fox left. Fox McKenna, I'm out. Peace, bitches.